What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced. It's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Welcome to episode 148 of Star Wars and Scotch. We are here to cover the season, not series. We'll get into that in a little while. Finale of Ahsoka season one. Uh, but before we do that, Tim, how was your week? Yeah, it was... Like like current week or since last time we spoke since on last the time, podcast? Since last time we spoke. Yeah, it's been okay. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nothing too crazy. Been playing Lies of P, which is super fun. I did. I did. There was a lot uh, of um, urination jokes when Ben played that. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. 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 People keep on saying Life of Pi whenever I stream it, so... My favorite was the uh, someone came into Ben's chat and said something about the falsification of urine and why he was involved in that. What? <laughs> Lies of P falsification. People are so weird. <laughs> so strange. Anywho, but yeah, yeah, it's it's been it's been a week. I'll I'll say that much. But uh, uh, we got Ahsoka to uh, talk about and um, King's Coast yeah, well, Coffee. Kevin, if you're gonna ask me about my week, how's your week been? I just said it was a week. That was, it has been a a week of of week weeking oh okay <laughs> it's been a, a week All right. of, do you need some king's ghost i do that's why i have this uh this mug here uh oh it's a nice mug yeah i can't really uh bring a regular mug in here because the coffee gets cold in 10 minutes and i used mm. to have the ember mug when i streamed but it just yeah ember's great st- well mine stopped working one day just decided oh. i didn't want to charge anymore so uh i'm stuck with the travel mug but it's great travel mugs i don't even think we sell it anymore because it's like five years old but um but durability. 
But yeah, delicious King's Coast coffee. Spooky season is here, which means uh, you get spooky coffee, followed by happy, cheerful, cinnamon drink, red and green coffee. It's not colored. It's- yeah, that's true. We go from like we go from you know our our yearly Halloween time roast right into the holidays. Yeah, um, uh, Mariah's still thawing out. Uh, but <laughs> the countdown has begun. As of November first, she will be released from her lair. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, make sure you head over to kingscoastcoffee.com. We've got some great stuff going on. If you're interested in the um, the Lotus uh, roast from DE and Warframe, get it now because it's going to be gone. We're down to the last few labels, and when those labels are gone, that is the end of the Lotus roast. I I heard it's nothing but amazing. I did, we didn't. I, I don't think it. we were going to get we any. Don't get I any. didn't get any. We don't get anything. Um, everyone keeps on asking, like, do you like the Lotus Roast? I was like, everybody else seems to really like it. So, sure. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, we, that might have to be like a, a comeback kind of thing. I don't know. It seems really solid. I'll talk to Megan. Megan would probably do it again for TennoCon next year. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, they showed it on their broadcast last week, and all of a sudden we went over the limit of what we had discussed. Oh. But obviously, nice. we're going to let those sales go through. But we had to order some more yeah. stickers and stuff. But once those stickers are gone, it's gone for good. So if you're interested in the Lotus Roast, I highly suggest you get your hands on it ASAP because it will be gone soon. I'm in that weird place, too, where um, I don't, I'm not on auto order. Like you guys, I order it whenever I need it. And mm-hmm. uh, I, ha- I just used the last of my bags. But my order is supposed to get here today or tomorrow. So... Fingers crossed. Wait, so you got Lotus Roast? No, just my regular oh. coffee. Like, oh, I don't I have gonna... King's Ghost in the house right now, and I'm freaking out. Oh, I see. Yikes. Yeah, no, I didn't get Lotus. Um, I'm just going to go over there and just steal a bag from you. I would If I got Lotus, I would order three and give them to you and Ben, but I didn't. Okay, good. Thank you. I didn't order. I just, my regular coffee order, and I'm, I don't have anything. See, we do that for, we make sacrifices for you guys. Yeah, so you can have more coffee. You're welcome. So order the coffee. King's Ghost Coffee. Yeah, please, for the, for the love of me. That should be our new catch catchphrase. Order the coffee. King's Coast Coffee. Order the coffee. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, Lab's got um, a little thing there, Tim, that you got on you right now. It's a yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would yeah. you two all like to hail the Dark Lord of YouTube? Well, then. Yeah, join the join the community under the leadership of Tim soon. Well, I mean, you could do it today. today. But you could you can brandish your love for the community under the leadership of Tim soon where, with where, updated where can they go to brandish their love for the community uh, shop lab 77.co there you go so by the time they hear this it'll be out and up right uh, maybe tomorrow <laughs> maybe tomorrow we're still fine so like we, we we went one direction and then i got the samples for that and then i was like we might need a pivot so yeah all right we're still we're still working on like getting things done early like i like i already like we, we have an idea for for winter and then going into spring for next year and i was like we should probably start getting those blanks now mm-hmm. so we're a little late but it's been it's been busy it's been really really busy so good busy we're only good. we're only we're just a small in-home production literally so. in his home literally in literally i've seen it in his house yeah. uh so yeah go over there and and get tim's uh, uh dark lord merch as it releases for the spooky season and last but not least stay uh, stay on those GCX comms. You may or may not have noticed that the dates have leaked for next year's event. Man, people were on that as soon as it happened. People came to my trailer. I see that the header changed. <laughs> like, what? how did you? How did you? Just stalking our socials? I didn't know until I got all the alerts. I knew many 
said, like, I'm going to switch everything over today. I didn't know it was that morning. And all of a sudden, yeah. my phone starts blowing up with Facebook alerts. And I'm like, oh, uh -huh. okay. I guess we switched over yeah. the branding. So, uh, yeah, August 16th and 17th for next year. That's all you get for now. But uh, stay tuned because uh, I guarantee you before the season reaches full spooky, you will be able to uh, make your arrangements for uh, GCX. Not hotels. Please don't ask. They don't do those until eight months out. That is just a rule of the hotel. We have no control over that. No control. That's it. That's sorry. That's it. But tickets and all that other stuff you can take care of soon. Um, shall we get into it? I guess so. <laughs> Tim and I both agree. We were talking to Ben this morning. Uh, ben was doing his usual. I'm Ben. I'm excited. Ben is a great hype man. Yes. For anything. And and I love that about him. At the same time, I saw his. I, I woke up this morning and I saw what he had sent our group. I'm just like. I disagree. <laughs> just there was nothing about it. I was just like, he was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, eh. was it a good episode? Yes. Was it, was it okay. worthy of being the finale of a season one? Not at all. I don't, I didn't get that from not this. a freaking chance, dude. Yeah. I was, I was, a, the title was awesome. Yeah. Homage to Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So that I was thought awesome. that was fantastic. I thought that was really good. A Jedi, a witch, and a warlord. So very good. I, Dave is really showing us, though, how much he loves and draws from all this other stuff, too. So that I thought yes, that was very much so that was fun. Um, yeah. But uh, I did one, one thing now that the series is complete that I will say, I do feel like this is the most space fantasy esque show they've ever made. Um, yeah, we had zombies <laughs> just in time for Halloween. Like, I mean, it was perfect. Like we had zombies and that was sick. We had like like ultra death troopers like they were super dead death troopers so i gotta ask you is that the death troopers or is that resurrected death troopers no those were i, th I think those guys had died and they were resurrected because they, they were already like super petrified and like, <laughs> yeah like they were they were already like super they had the they had the blessing Okay. After the fact. I think, yeah, I think those guys may have died once they came to Peridia and then they were resurrected. Because they didn't move like Death Troopers, so I figured that would be the case. No, they, they were very Frankenstein-esque when they were, like, fighting. So, And you couldn't kill them. They stabbed them, they shot them, and nothing happened. I think that, yeah, and I, I loved that. And it was really funny, like, We'll get into it. Like, let's just start from the beginning. Let's just let's just start from the beginning and we'll work our way through it. They didn't they didn't poof away too. That was the only other thing. It wasn't like a little green mist Merrick style. Yeah, I still don't understand like what was like how does Merrick fit into all of that? I I am still very much so lost with that because it was all very different. Like I think there were I think there was like Dathomirian like like sister magic that was like there. But it was very different from like when the when the stormtroopers are resurrected. It was very very different. And then when they get stabbed and stuff, they like they don't die, but Merrick did. A lot of inconsistencies when it comes to zombie things in Star Wars right now, or just things that are not explained appropriately. Because perhaps yeah. you know the resurrected version of these zombies that the witches can make don't poof, but you know the imbued soldier type like your Savage Press and apparently Merrick, they poof. So I don't really know. Uh, I think that's part of the mystery of the Death of Mary witches, which is kind of cool. So that part I'm okay with, to be honest, because I do like a little bit of uh, 
let me scour the internet and let's make a bunch of theories for for this um but uh overall yeah i mean we didn't get to see enoch <laughs> so i'm a little uh he was, i mean he was there for a little bit i mean his face you mean like oh you want to see behind his his yeah i want to know what's going on there um but uh i i don't know <laughs> there's there's so many there are so many things where I'm like, okay, we'll get some closure here. And there was no, the overall theme for this episode was lack of closure. The only thing we got is that they made it back to the galaxy, our galaxy. Yeah, which doesn't, it still doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense in the grander story that we currently have because there's no mention of Thrawn ever again after Rebels. So this is obviously. Well, because they all, but. Well, they go to Dathomir. Right. So, like, I, I mean, I get, we, like, we still have a big chunk of time between episode six and episode seven where, like, they just get to play around. And, like, so not a lot of that time period has really been covered. So, I mean, I guess that's where they can get away with this. But still, like, there was, there was still no, like, like, what happens after this to get us to episode seven? Like, it's just so weird. Like, Thrawn shows up. He has all of these sarcophagus that he goes to Dathomir with the with the great mothers, and and then now what? You know, it's just obviously. <sighs> here's my two cents: is I believe Thrawn will reconnect with the Shadow Council, but there will be contention between him and Brendel Hux, because obviously Brendel Hux is the one that's going to bring apart apart around the First Order, not Grand Admiral Thrawn. So at some point. I don't want to say there's going to be a civil war, but there's definitely going to be a vie for power within the remnants of the empire. I still don't. It's still, we still have two different types of Thrawns and I don't understand. What is this? Like, what does this have to do with the Thrawn that Timothy Zahn created? What does this have to do with the Chiss ascendancy? What does this have to do with the the Grisk? Like, I'm so, I'm so lost. And he dropped a long live the empire when he left too. Yeah. He just he yeah he literally he has become the the heir to the Empire Thrawn and it makes me upset for someone who invested so much time into the books. And the weird part is is it's not like Dave's going rogue and pulling a JJ where it's like well you didn't write him the way I wanted so I'm doing like no Timothy Zahn is involved in the show. I mean like I don't but how like how deep is he connected to the show? I don't, I don't know, know if he I don't know his level of involvement but he is part of the team that made the show. I'm lost. I really like after after all like all three episodes that we have had Thrawn in. I just right. It's been three, six, seven, and eight. I I just I'm lost. He was barely I in seven too. He barely in seven, and like and and he was that like everything that happened in this episode with Thrawn was very Thrawn esque from the show. You know, like yes, rain hellfire on them, and like all that stuff. Like that was great. Like that was awesome. And then the, you know, he the the whole you know the the dialogue he has with Ahsoka at the end, talking about Anakin. That was a nod. The Ronin to reference. The book. That that was yeah. I liked that. I thought that was really cool. He called her Ronin, uh, which very heavy Japanese influence. Um, you know, a masterless samurai. Um, but like the talk of like, you know, I won, you know, like that was cool. Like that was very Thrawn. You know, he's like, I knew everything that you were going to do. I win. Checkmate. And I thought that was great. And then like the glory to the empire line was just like, ugh, you know, just like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm very lost. I, again, I, I'm only, I've only read the first two books. Um, I'm actually got the third one queued up now that I finished um rise of the red blade you've got it you've got to go back and once you're done with that one you have to go read the ascendancy books 
Yeah, because don't I have to read those three and then read flip to the Ascendancy trilogy, which is the prequel? I mean, they're they're prequels, but I mean, like you can start from the Ascendancy and you can go all the way through. It it, it ties in very beautifully. Okay. Yeah, because where the third Ascendancy book leaves off is where the first Thrawn book picks up in the forest on that planet. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but still, that guy. The guy that did all of these amazing things for the Chiss Ascendancy and fighting the Grisk and all of this stuff and getting in, getting planted into the Empire. What happened? I, again, I don't know enough to comment here. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, what I can say is they're going heir to the Empire, Thrawn, and hard in some amalgamation. Perhaps Peridia changed him. Perhaps... You know, well, apparently he knows dark magic because he was able to wake the great mothers. Like, I don't like you, there's a line where Ezra says, like, Thrawn, when, when, when Thrawn found Peridia, Thrawn found the, the, the mothers, he woke them. And like, I would never go here alone. Like all and then also like there's there's oh, man, I, I, I'm just going to I'm just going to unload. Yeah, I'm so frustrated that they just that they, they just destroy the temple. Yeah, or, I hated like, that too. Like, like what the hell? Like this entire thing with the the Zepho, and we have this like cool tie in to to Jedi Fallen Order, and then that's it. Like we're not gonna dive any deeper. Like them destroying that just got rid of that entire part. Like just wiped it off. And unless Ahsoka and Sabine end up going back to the 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 rep, the, the the rubble pile that's left from the chimera blowing it up i don't know well i i think we learned towards the end of the episode with balin the only scene we had with balin is that peridia has way more than just kushet yeah, it has mount doom the dark side um i think the statues of the mortis gods was super interesting because it i thought it was good i think i think it closes the kushet door and opens up a, a few different theories one obviously the avaloth theories on the table we're not going to revisit that but you know, my only comment on that is the father's pointing. Yeah. And perhaps right. that's the void prison that like leads the way to the void prison. Who knows if Abeloth's not it, maybe it does have something to do with the Mortis gods. The problem with the Mortis gods is they're all dead or, or you have more eyes is, is Ahsoka's spirit, if you will, mm -hmm. who yep. we saw at the end. Um, but we also saw more in Mandalorian. So it wasn't too mm -hmm. shocking. Um, but the son and the father are supposedly dead too. So, I, and they're gods. So who the hell knows? I just, at this point, the Kujet theory goes out for me and Balin's either yep. looking for the son or the mother. Those are the two. That's what I got. Um, I don't know. Obviously the statues were significant. Um, the only other thing I could imagine, and this plays into seeing Anakin at the end is, the reallocation of of the mortis gods and anakin truly being the new father which is yeah i saw i saw a a picture where it was balin the son anakin the father and ahsoka, ahsoka is the, the is the daughter the sister um and like i and like i could i guess okay but my problem with that is if you go down that road the the you're catering to a very small base of fans. Very much so. Yeah. And also like, you, you, like I don't understand how, like how, why does Balin, who's a brand new character and who did, I mean like overall 
didn't have a lot of screen time or a lot of, imp- I don't feel like Balin had a lot of importance. Towards the end. Towards the end. Like in the beginning, he was definitely like a big figurehead. But then as we got into Peridia and we got through all this stuff, he kind of just gets overshadowed by everything else. But his story, in my mind, was very interesting. And important. I, I mean, I would assume it's important. important. His, story, his story, to me, has the largest ramifications for what we're doing with the lore. Thrawn being the second. Uh, but Balin's is, is humongous, in my opinion. Because that sets the tone I, for I forced stuff. And forced stuff is the foundation of the universe. So... I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought the statues were amazing. I thought it was such a cool visual. Um, you know, did you see did you see it right away? Because it took me a second. So I was like, the that's statues? a statue of a man. And the oh, witches. Oh, no. I, yeah, I saw. I, I got that. And then like the, um, the dot. Oh, I hit the. I got to get my foot off that. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm recording on my side. Um, I noticed it right away. I, I noticed that was the father and the son. And like the daughter's head was gone. And I assumed that was what Morai was standing on. Yeah. Was, was the head of the daughter. So like I thought that was like all. Uh, now I want to know how did it get from there to there? What happened? Um, you know, it's like, it's very, and again, very Lord of the Rings esque. Mm-hmm. You know, like the statues. It was very much so like in, in uh, the fellowship when they're on the canoes and you see the, you see the, the, kings the big of old. statues. That's actually supposed to be, if you watched Rings of Power, that's, um, Isildur mm-hmm. I can't remember there's a in the in the movies it's it's the two brothers and I think in the book it's the brother and the father or the father I can't remember it's some combination of, of those three two are in the book two are in the movies but yeah it's the guys yeah. from Rings of Power essentially yeah so I mean like I thought that was fun um yeah it, it, again it, it, this is one of the reasons I said this is a very this is taking Star Wars to its fantasy roots you know not so much yeah, the sci-fi so. roots um and in you know this powerful font i don't know what we're gonna find i really don't at this point but now we've got two completely different stories like three completely different stories we've got we've got ahsoka we've got ahsoka and sabine on peridia with balin and shin Mm -hmm. but shin and balin are off doing their own things balin is going to mount doom shin found her new band of misfits Mm -hmm. And then you've got Ezra and Thrawn back together again in the same galaxy. Mm-hmm. Ezra goes to the New Republic. And then you've got Thrawn in Dathomir. So like I, I feel like Ahsoka, the show, I have a hard time understanding. Like I feel like if we do a season two, the cohesiveness of all of this, like the whole idea of this being a Rebels style show, I feel like it kind of goes out the window. Now you've got so many different stories being told. Yeah, we, like how like how the hell are they going to get back? Like, are they going to hitch a ride with more space whales? No, there's going to be something else. It's going to like be again. Else. It's just like this whole this whole thing of like them being left. I feel like they're going to end up using the world between worlds to get back to the galaxy. I didn't want to say that because of how the world between worlds works. I I agree with you, but I think that's the only way that they're going to be able to uh, do it is that they're going to have to insert themselves. That's the, I think that's the only way that you can because Peridia is is the de- is the end destination for the space whales. So space whales go there to die. They don't go there to hang out and then go back. It's a one-way trip. Yeah. So how the hell are they going to get back? Well, the only thing that I could think of. I thought it was part of the migration, and then some stay and die. I thought mm-hmm. it was like this big circle, which was on the map. They, I, 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 we haven't seen the, the space whales that dropped them off left. 
I think it'd be I, more I don't know. of a question of when they would come back because of the migration patterns. If you look at But they also don't have a spaceship. Their spaceship's dead. No, they fixed it. Is it is but is it good good? Oh, I guess it's but I I mean like how how fixed is it? I mean, they could work like, on it now. They got plenty of time. Are they going to be able to go I, 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 I don't know, like it, oh my it seems kind of messed up, especially after when that when the Eye of Scion took off, it looked bad. I told you Jay texted me glam last week saying about the uh, the new Ewoks, the Noti. Yeah, yeah, the little the little <laughs> Noti guys. And then when they were fixing everything and making the noises, I was like, God, they really are the new Ewoks. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> They're cute, little little turtle people. I said to him back to him, I was like, it is another galaxy, so maybe there's some sort of mirror of you know, like we need cute little X creature for I don't know. Um, yeah, it, 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 there's a lot to tie up. I, I, I think this show created more questions. I'm frustrated. Like I, I, I don't like, I, I really, I'm the kind of person when it comes to a show that I need closure with certain things. Like if they would have closed off some of the parts of the show right. and be like, and then like, like how Marvel does it, you know, like Marvel does a really good job of like closing things up, but then they leave you on a cliffhanger and then in the credits to be like, so-and-so will appear in like another thing. Right. I didn't get any of that. No, there was like we we spend so much time on this 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 procession to to Thrawn. Yep, it took up so much time. Yep, it ate up so much time with no storytelling at all. And then you get this heart. I mean, like, and I thought it was cool the little Easter egg drops, like Ezra building his lightsaber with Hu Yang and Hu Yang like knowing who who Caleb Dune is, and knowing that it was his master. And like using like the hill, like all that stuff. I thought it was great. The I thought it was really cool that Ezra got his lightsaber line. back. And like all of that was like really cool. Like it was neat that Ezra has the same color lightsaber that that um, that his master had. And I really I thought that was neat. I got to tell you, Sabine with force powers pisses me off. I don't like it. I'm I'm so upset about that. Like I I thought it was kind of cool with like she could kind of like kind of like tickle the force a little bit, but she went from like. I can't do this to I can grab a lightsaber to I can throw Ezra through the air. I um I I saw before the episode aired uh the Star Wars official website changed her description and listed her as a Jedi now. And I was like, oh, she's I, I don't I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that she gets to be the Jedi Mandalorian. It also makes Grogu less special. It does, one hundred percent. Yep. I, I I'm not a fan because he because he's of both worlds. I'm I'm more of a fan of Sabine struggling to use the fort. Like I told you a few episodes ago, I think I said this when I said like I think that Sabine's identity would have been better knowing that she wasn't really adept at the force and that she had to come to grips with that and learn how to be that person and that version of herself. And I'm not happy with the like, yeah, I can I can throw Ezra across the chasm now and whatnot, because even in Obi-Wan, he couldn't reconnect with the force until it was an, a moment of great distress. And I'm sorry, as cool as that hole was, it didn't seem like a moment of great distress, if you will. Yes, Ezra was falling and he could have died and all that stuff, but it just it was very rebels, like holding onto the ledge, like extremely rebels. Like the whole thing was Obi-Wan's reconnection with the force was Leia falling and almost dying. Like, and he knew yeah. he had no choice, but to come back. And it just, it didn't land the same way for me. And, and Obi-Wan had been training his whole life. And Sabine has not been training her whole life. So I'm, um, and, and then they hit us with this whole, like, 
Sabine was was Ahsoka's student, but then when this when the purge of Mandalore came, Sabine was so worried that she would turn to the dark side and she would be so powerful and like all of these things. Like she was so afraid of Sabine turning into Anakin. Like where what? One little nugget there too. I don't know if you caught it, but they did say that um the purge of Mandalore was part of Operation Cinder. Yeah, which would no, I think we all kind of like understood that, which would explain why the New Republic was not able to help Mandalore whatsoever. A because Mandalore was not part of the Republic, but B because they had other problems they had to address at that moment because mm-hmm. of everything that was happening with Erdogan Khan and all the other stuff that we've heard about. So that was a very quick one, but I had read a. But we all, but we already knew that. Like we already, like they had already established the, that a few episodes ago. The, so it just we, not that it was a part of Operation Cinder. I'm saying more to the larger Star Wars, not this. So that's why the Republic. Oh, was I see not what you mean. Yeah, just like as as the Empire fell, their last one of their last things that they did was purge Mandalore. Yeah. like because they didn't want the Mandalorians to have anything else. I mean, like that was that was the entire thing. Like you, you go, go play Battlefront two, and they do a great job of explaining like why Sin- Operation Cinder was so important. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Emperor Palpatine. Um. Yeah, I, I agree with you on all fronts. I think it's it's uh, the whole Sabine Jedi thing is not landing for me. Um, and, you know, if, if Sabine now from this moment on is just one of the team Jedi type thing, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm going to be up front. I don't you. either. And then what is she going to go do? Is she going to go claim Mandalore? Is she going to go use the Darksaber now? Like, I, I don't I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, and they keep talking about Mandalore, so I guarantee you Mandalorian Season 4, if the rumors are true and we're shifting to Katie Sackhoff being the Mandalorian, or Bo, um, then it would make sense that Sabine would pop up at some point in that show. I mean, she's stuck on mm-hmm. Peridia right now, so it's going to be... She can't... It, <laughs> if Mandalorian Season 4 is to come out before Ahsoka Season 2, we're not going to see Sabine because they wouldn't do that and mess up the timeline of Peridia imagine if there's a mandalorian season five but john has said he doesn't really want to go past season five keep that in right. mind too don't forget yeah, that because it's all gonna, it's all going to come to the end in the movie right? plus they want to move on to new projects and tell new stories right. with the acolyte trailer really uh, leaked this week i don't know if you oh i didn't see that i sent it to you the other day yeah the you acolyte didn't? trailer leaked this week and like it's got potential that's all i'm gonna Is say it yeah it, right. i do the end when like all of a sudden they're all standing there and like eight Jedi light their lightsabers and they're all different colors. I was like, ah, oh, sick. yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, it's, it's again, we've said this for years. This is episode 148. We've almost done 150 episodes of this thing. And Tim and I have, have said it for years. At some point, they're going to tell other stories and other parts of the, the, the timeline. And yeah. they're very, uh, high on High Republic, even though I read a few weeks ago that Disney told them, "Are like, all right, enough with the High Republic books. Like, you did enough. You got to do some other stuff now." So apparently, Disney is not happy with the ROI on the High Republic books. Which I mean, I I'm not gonna lie, I, mean, I don't blame. I could have. I mean, like, Phase Two was trash. Yeah, it was garbage. So uh, like, it was really bad. And as much as I really want to love it, as I tried so hard to really get into it, I just didn't care. Phase One was great. Phase one was awesome. Phase one was fantastic. They should have just kept running with that. The whole idea of like, let's go farther into the past. It's like, well, let's not. And the last two non, um, uh, or the, the, I guess, Skywalker timeline books that I've read yeah. uh, would be the Sith one. I can never remember the name of that awesome book. Shadows of the Sith. Shadows of the Sith and now Rise of the Red Blade. Two really good books. 
and really yeah. good novels and really good storytelling around things that we, you know, had an idea of or didn't know. I didn't know yeah. that you've read the Vader comics. Yep. She's some of them. She's in the Vader comics. The main oh, character really? Rise. Yeah. Yeah. He kills okay. her in the Vader comics. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Fantastic. She, yeah, I need like, some some of the Vader comics are just so good. Yeah. She, There's so many of them. He finds out she has a lover and that's their weakness. And he doesn't like that for his inquisitors, so he challenges. Yeah, because them. he didn't get to, he didn't get to love. So screw you guys. <laughs> he challenges them, and then uh, yeah, that's in the Vader comics. That's good. So um, we're gonna have to do that with our downtime without like Ahsoka or like any shows is to go back and. I'm dying to get back into comics. Like I love the first High Republic series, so we should we should talk offline about covering some comics, uh, maybe like a few every week. But I think that's the way to go till Skeleton Crew comes out. I was talking to Alex via text the other day. And he's like, skeleton crew, and then it's going to be a long wait. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Let me rub. So, I mean, the strike is over for, uh, for, for the writers. Yay, I'm really happy that everyone gets to make a fair wage. Yep, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm happy they got what they wanted. So um, I hope that, you know, translates to, obviously, the quality of work. Not that they were doing bad quality before, because obviously we've gotten... Tons of good shows, uh, except for season eight of Game of Thrones. Um, but uh, and does does this keep AI at bay? I believe there's contingencies against AI good. in there. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, AI is is a great. Oh, I use I use AI every day to make my thumbnails. It's a companion <laughs> tool. It's not. Yeah. It's not a main. Like you need a heart and soul and things like this. So uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about was uh, Morgan's uh, little blessing that she received. Also, I'm pissed she's dead, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Why did she get resurrected? What the hell? Not even the resurrection. Uh, I'm just like, how do you make her one of the, the, uh, what what do they call it? Not mothers. No, they made her a sister. A sister. Um, And they gave her the dark, they gave her the dark blessing. Yeah. Like, how do you make that? And improve her character. I don't know. You powered her up, and then you killed her, and then you had to slice her open. Now, like they they made an anti Jedi weapon. Like that was the whole point of this. I I knew exactly where this was going. I was like, they're going to turn her into a weapon, which I think is great because Ahsoka and and Morgan have gone at it before, and so this should have been her rematch. And I would have liked it if Morgan would have kicked her ass. I also was hoping that Morgan would win and drive Ahsoka away and live. That was what I was hoping for, but I didn't get that. No, I, it just like this, this felt very, and, and I saw other people say this too. This felt very rushed. This ending felt extremely rushed where we had like other really good episodes. There's a couple filler episodes. I get it. Understand. But this episode just makes no sense from a storytelling point of view. In my opinion, I don't, I don't know what we got. Like it, a lot of the actions that took place in this episode leaves me with asking the question, what was it all for? Like, really, other than getting Ezra, but Ezra then goes off. Like, Ezra's gone. Like, okay, you get Ahsoka and Sabine back. Their relationship is better, but I I still don't know, like, what the entire season of Ahsoka was about. But uh, we'll talk about that in more after this ad. All right, thanks for listening to those ads. They help pay the bills. They help, uh, hopefully, one day we'll be able to be like, yeah. Star Wars and Scotch is our full-time job. 
I mean, our numbers this uh, during Ahsoka have been absolutely ridiculous. To say that you all have blown it out of the water would be an understatement. So we really appreciate the support. I mean, we 10, 20 X on certain metrics. So yes, um, hoping that most of you join us in between shows. We understand not everyone will, but in between shows, we hope that most of you join us. Uh, yes, please. But if you don't, okay. that's cool. We'll see you again for a skeleton crew. You know, it's it's totally fine. Um what were we going to get into? I forgot the topic that we were going down the <sighs> rabbit hole of. Talking about what was it all for? What was the, what was the point of Ahsoka outside of developing more of the Rebel crew? Like, I, I mean, it was it was story development for the Rebel crew, and I think that's cool. I think it's great, but at the same time, I don't. I didn't get any closure with Thrawn. No, like I I didn't get. I didn't really get anything from Thrawn. The the whole Morgan Elspeth storyline comes to a very abrupt end after she gets she gets mother townsend's blade which i thought was awesome which was really really cool and it was neat um but like i told you in our chat it was very fan service like no one was really gonna get that even ben was like what's that sword and it's like unless you saw that one episode of clone wars where she fights mace you like you wouldn't really know and yeah. okay cool we know that it's a, like morgan needed she didn't have her best car spear so she needed something to fight a Jedi. Cool. So we turn Morgan into this anti-Jedi weapon. And then, like everybody else who goes up against a Jedi in Star Wars fashion, dies. Yep. And then we get Ezra, who then reunites with Hera, which I thought was really cute. I thought that was great. Like, it was like a mother being reunited with her child. I was hoping Zeb was going to be there. Dude, I mean, like, I liked how, I really liked the whole chopper, like, interaction. He's like, Ezra? I think this might be Ezra. It's not like he was like, Ezra, Ezra. And then like he takes his helmet off and I thought that was cute. Um, but yeah, Zeb wasn't there. We know he's off doing something, but Harrow is there. Uh, Chopper, like that was cute. But there was still just like, I have so many questions and I just, I still don't understand why did we spend eight weeks on this and we're just left with, I don't feel satisfied. I think that's my biggest problem is that I was really hoping for some answers and there were no answers. There are no answers. I don't. I wouldn't mind if we were left with this and season two was already in production. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be more okay with that being like Ahsoka and the crew will return in season two. You know, it was the uncertainty up until yesterday when Disney changed the verbiage from series finale to season finale as of yesterday they changed the way they're messaging yesterday oh my god i didn't know that yes yesterday is when they were like yeah there'll be more of this um Ew. so okay so hold on i have a, i have a whole nother question then why if they didn't know if okay so if they were if they wanted to leave everything on a cliffhanger because they weren't sure if they were gonna be able to do an ahsoka season two or they'd have to tell the story in another fashion why would you leave it like that why would you leave so many plot points open without any closure and you had no idea if you were going to be going into another season? My theory is they were planning on season two. The strike happened. They couldn't really promise us anything or do anything else from there. Then on top of that, Ray passing away kind of doubled down on their problems. So I believe that the intention was always to make a season two. I don't think they were able to 
act on those intentions. You know what else I just noticed because I have the episode playing? Ezra's lightsaber is very thin, just like uh, Rebels. Um, yeah, every, everything about, I, honest to God, thought he was going to have a blaster attached to it. When he was putting it all together, I was like, watch, this is going to have a gun. Yeah, I thought it was been awesome. But uh, if they were going to make it, they didn't, you know, because of strike and everything, and then Ray, and then here we are. I have a feeling that that is why things played out the way they did is that the intention was always to make a season two. Cause I don't think Dave's heir to the empire movies coming out until the end of this decade. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, like that's when I think it will yeah. air like 2028 because I have that's... a feeling there's at least two more seasons of Mandalorian. I think there's two more seasons of Ahsoka minimum. Um, and then you will get your heir to the empire movie. And that's not including any other curveballs they throw in into this. Now, one thing I will say that they're setting up from Heir to the Empire as well is some sort of interaction between Thrawn and the potential of running into Luke, running into Leia. Uh, I mean, like that happens in the books. That's why I'm saying this is all being set up now. <sighs> to make I'm frustrated. Heir to the Empire, not ca uh, canon, but to take elements from it and make it part of this canon. Because obviously we didn't have an Ahsoka when Heir to the Empire was released. No. So you didn't have the de you didn't have the Dathomirian witches or anything. Like actually, that. we did. They just weren't this. The Dathomir witches have been around in canon. Or no, but I mean, forever. like they weren't like it, it's the Dathomirian witches have taken the place of Sebioth. Yeah, and they didn't take their their current form until Clone Wars was when they have the the red Dathomir, all that right. stuff. They were just like a nomadic in which in people. Heir to the Empire, like um, instead of using like the Dathomirian witches and things like that, like Thrawn ends up finding these cats. Yeah, I remember they're almost like displacer beasts, and like they 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 release this like aura that's force suppressing. So like he keeps them around with him, something like that, like. There are little things where I was like, oh, that's cool. And like, I'm kind of glad they didn't put it in the show, but I don't know. Like, I just, I, it's the longer I sit here and think about it, the the more I'm disappointed with how this all went. And like, and I tweeted it yesterday after, after it was over. And I just said, I'm so torn. And a lot of people were like, yeah, same. They're like, that was cool. Like the fight scene between Morgan and, and Ahsoka. Awesome. That felt so like crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Like all of that was just awesome. I thought like the martial arts in that was phenomenal. It was all really cool. But still, I just, I don't feel satisfied. I feel like the last eight weeks were coming to this. Like I felt like over the last eight weeks, I really had this in my head that there was going to be some type of like understanding of how this all happened. Like we still don't understand what happened after Ezra and Thrawn leave and they go off to Peridia for the like, 10 years. Like there's still the, like there's still this this huge thing of like how how did we get from from this weakest point of being blasted through the galaxy into another galaxy through the void and then that happens. Like it literally they Ezra covered the last 10 years in one sentence. Yeah. And like that's frustrating to me. We didn't have a single flashback. We didn't we didn't get any type of closure in that part of the world. I mean, so there's just there's still so many points that I feel like they could have touched on that would help with the the continuity of the storytelling. 
I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not satisfied. Now, again, will we have a better picture in a few years? Sure. Absolutely. And we may speak differently about how all of this played out. But is it going to be told through like a book or through I hope a not. comic book? I hope or not. like that's my and that's my frustration is that we always end up going like, well, I guess we'll learn about this in another form of storytelling. I think we get two more seasons of Ahsoka and then an heir to the Empire movie after two more seasons of Mandalorian. That's my pr- prediction. I, John said five. I pretty much trust that five would be the max because again, Star Wars. The beauty of it is not necessarily the fact that you have to tell a story and then you're you know the story's over and it's done john probably wants to tell you know he's a high republic per, uh, old republic person he probably wants to be the one to direct the revan movies or something like that you know mm-hmm. um so there's the potential for other projects from them but I, he said five i'm really stuck on that number because i feel like that's such a perfect number to wrap up that story with with um uh Bo. I, th- I personally think we're not done seeing Din and Grogu, but I think their story is over. I think. Yeah, they, they got that that babe ending with like, you know, it kind of closes in on the frog and yeah. Grogu and like that very happy ending. And we, that we know that he, you know, is not going to train with Luke anymore. He got what he had got out of him and that's the end of it. So that story is over, in my opinion. Yeah, so the, the f- I agree. To tie up the loose end would be the story of the people of Mandalore coming back together to make sure that in the New Republic era, we're able to use those characters, just like we brought back the Dathomir witches now. And they're going back to Dathomir, which means that Dathomir is going to be inhabited again by zombies and witches and all the fun stuff that we loved about it in Clone Wars. Um, So, you know, again, plot device to get us back to a place where we can use them in the stories. Yeah. But Ahsoka, I think we get another season of them getting off Peridia, Thrawn's plans for whatever the hell Thrawn's planning, because we still don't know. And again, it could be a 4D chess game, Tim, where he's, you know, just eight steps ahead of everyone. Um, and then... I mean, he is. I mean, that, that that was definitely... That was very clear the entire way through. Like, every time that you thought Thrawn was, was defeated, and you're like, oh, he fucked up. And he's just kind of like bites his lip takes a deep breath and he's like on to next plan and it's just like i loved everything about that i thought that was perfect it was very thrawn-esque where he was just like all right off to plan b all right this one didn't work on to the next one he's probably got a through z ready to go you know and part of the thing too is what's interesting is morgan worked for him when he was part of the empire or yeah so maybe you know when he convinced her to basically commit suicide um Maybe his long live the empire wasn't long live the empire. That's what I believe. It's long live the empire because that's how we were associated. Well, he was saying for the for the empire. He says long live the empire on the eye of Sion to Ahsoka. Unless he truly believes that he can become new emperor, and in some which blows my mind. In some way, links back to him serving the Chiss ascendancy. But again, I don't have enough context there to really dive into that I was, theory. I was really hopeful with like how the music and everything was like going when it opened up with the title screen. I was like, please, something with the Chiss Ascendancy, like the drums and the horns. I was like, this is going to be sick. And I didn't get it. I got no mention of the Ascendancy. With the Chiss, because again, I'm basing it off Legends Chiss, and they're way different from what I've heard from Disney canon. Uh, Legends Chiss were vicious, brutal, 
Uh, they had the houses and everything, but it was like Game of Thrones where the houses are constantly. Oh, they're they're like they're like that too. They're constantly backstabbing each other. They all hate each other. They all want to be in the top forty. But in, they all want to be a great house. In Legends, in the Old Republic, the Chiss are mm-hmm. part of the Empire. The Chiss ascendancy yeah. is a piece of the Empire, but the Empire no. at that time still racist against all other races. The only reason they let the Chiss in is because they were tacticians, they were intelligent, and they knew that if they went to war with them, they probably would have a problem on their hands. So they brought in, them in, into the Empire. In in this in the current Timothy Zahn trilogy, there is a mention like so in the first book he it goes to a gala with um who's the ISB commander? Um Wolf? No, Ularen. No, not Ularen. Somebody else. There's one of the guys in the ISB that he hangs out with, and I can't remember his name. Anyways. Oh, the one um, from the they, book. Yeah, I remember. I don't know his name. You know who I'm know. talking yeah, about. I, I just can't about. think of his yeah, name. Yeah. So they go to it. They go to a gala, and people are like, "Oh, he must be Pantoran." And then they look at his eyes and like, "Oh no!" Like they've never seen a Chiss before. So he's very, very much so like very alien, very foreign. And that was another reason why like the the Navy hated him was because like this like this. This random ass alien from nowhere is now rising the ranks so quickly. Well, the Empire hates aliens too. They well, the Empire hates aliens, right? They all need to be subjective to the the humanoids, but at the same time, like they were they were still very frustrated with this unknown alien that they've never seen, but they've never heard of a Chiss before. So they 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 some like they had like they they some people knew of Chiss, like um his his second in command uh, Eli uh, Eli, Vanto could speak Chiss. So, I mean, like, there was, like, some trade and stuff, but, like, nothing, they, they have no established hold in the Empire. Well, that's what I mean. Like, this is the old Republic when there was an Empire and a Republic. So, bringing that idea back is... It, you I know, mean, I guess. I mean, like, you still have the whole, ago. like, you still have the whole chaos and, like, all that stuff. I mean, like, there's still a lot of, again, that would be an, a bunch of unanswered questions of, like, how did the Chiss, how were they there? And then, they, they then like, they're not in the chaos and, like, it was navigatable and now it's not, like... Again, there's a lot of it's it's very Star Wars right now. We're dealing with a lot of Star Wars in the storytelling where it's inconsistent. There's holes. Uh, it's very hard to draw from one point to the next right now. Um, one thing I love during the fight scene with the night troopers is the one the funniest thing to me about Mandalorians and the way they fight is they just eat bullets. Or oh yeah, they're constantly just just tanking shots. They are constantly, constantly. And I love how pinpoint, like how accurate a, a stormtrooper can be of hitting them perfectly in their pauldron or in their chest, <laughs> but not in all of the squishy parts that are opened up anywhere else. Like they're just perfectly always just chest and shoulder shots or the head. Although they won't hit the the exposed areas at all. Also, how did the zombies get charges? How did they get breaching charges? They went from being like slow, like reanimated dead guys to then blowing up doors and running through them. Yeah, they were up, 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 up. <laughs> yeah, what happened when I'm the, uh, and then they're and then they're blowing up doors and then up, 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 up all the way through. Like I, I don't know. Again, like there was parts of it where I was like that's cool, and the other part is like how did we do that? I mean, the the even the the Dathomir zombies are not like. They were more like ah, running at you and leaping and clawing, and they were not these little like. Are you talking about when they the, in the Clone Wars the, when the Night Sisters? Yeah, when Grievous shows up. 
Yeah. And they resurrect them. They're not mm-hmm. they're not uh, zombies. They're like banshee freaking Yeah, but the stormtroopers start with that. They start just kind of like yeah, slowly just like Maybe it's kind of uh, like the, getting the 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 dark energy. Oh, the juice is flowing. Yeah. yeah. Through, yeah, yeah it yeah, takes yeah, a few yeah, minutes. Yeah. yeah, warming warming up the zombie muscles. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I I'm very not satisfied. Uh Ahsoka lost one of her lightsabers too. Morgan broke it. Yeah, I thought that was cool. It was the tiny one, though, not the big one. Her Tonto blade. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what that's called? Yeah, the short swords are called Tontos. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that a, is that a Japanese thing, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Um, I, and that's the one thing that I, I think I will continue to love about this is the that Ahsoka is really that, that Japanese tie-in. Everything was very Japanese. Um, also like you go and like when Shin like rides up and she holds her lightsaber over her head, yes. like those guys are like in samurai armor that like, I thought that was great. Well, the holding of the lightsaber too is a scene. I can't remember which Japanese film. It's one of the Kurosawa films, if I remember correctly, but it's from that. It was oh, literally yeah. straight Oma. If I remember my, cause I've watched like a bunch of those, uh-huh. uh, um, they're all on AMC on max and, oh, cool. and I just sat for a few days, a few years, I think it was during lockdown and watched a bunch of them. Cause I was like, man, this is, I want to know where Lucas got a lot of his inspiration sure. from. Yeah. Um, and it was that in Westerns. So, um, if I remember correctly, it's from a Kurosawa film, but I remember that scene of him holding his, his katana above his head like that. And then looking at the other, at the camp. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I find it interesting too. They use the word Ronin. Um, cause obviously that's an earth word. It's, it's a Japanese, it's a Japanese word. Right. It means, it means masterless samurai. So cool, great context, love it, you know, but obviously we have this story that I loved from Visions and they're expanding on it. I don't know if I sent you the article, they're, yes, they're yeah, doing more that. with it now. So while that story is not canon, has nothing to do with canon, it's just fun. Uh, highly recommend the book. It was a fun read. Lulls a bit in the middle, but overall beginning and end were good. And uh, Tim would love it because the Jedi are evil. Um, <laughs> they're the warlords. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's uh, I can't help but think that they announced that during this, and then Ahsoka is the Ronin. Also, going back to the tactician and stuff, Thrawn constantly saying if she's anything like her master, if she's anything like her master, which is a direct tie into the books. We won't be negotiate. She won't negotiate, which I thought was hilarious because that that was a throwback to I guess the negotiations are over. Obi Wan, mm-hmm. um, so he won't won't negotiate. And then um, I swear, I really thought at the end she was going to pull the heir to the Empire trick, which referenced um, they did it in Rebels too. It's when you attach the ship to the other ship, unknowing, and then yeah, because I mean, mm-hmm. in, in 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 well, Solo. I mean, Han Solo does that with the Millennium Falcon. He attaches himself to a Star Destroyer. But it, 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 if you remember in Heir to the Empire, when they're going and then Thrawn turns the ship and then all the fighters come off because no one, they thought it was just one ship, but it was, yeah. and they do it in Rebels too. I forget which scene. They do it in the books. I know, but. Okay. He, does that, he does that move in the books. Yeah, so it, it's, I, I really thought she was going to do that. And then like when we got back to the galaxy, separate. That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought she was going to blast off. She was going to somehow get inside the. Like the cargo bay or something. There's a whole mystical element to this that uh, is why they're staying. And that that excites me because, you know, that's the... Pretty is very important. 
yeah, and I want to know more. I want to understand the statues, all that stuff. That excites me. The problem I have is I got to wait like two years now to get any closure on this. Yep. And that's a long ass time. I will be mm-hmm. in my mid forties by the time we have this discussion. <laughs> we'll be on like episode four hundred by then, Tim. God. <laughs> There's gonna, I mean, like, I, I'm excited for more content. I know we're gonna get more content. I know there's gonna be more books, and there's gonna be more comics, and like all that. I don't stuff. want and this like, in books gonna, and comics. This, needs but to be and on that's the my point. And that's my point is that like the stuff that I want to know now is either it like this is what I'm focused on with Star Wars. Either it's gonna be all of the stuff that happens before, so the Dawn of the Jedi stuff really intrigues me because that's a tie into the Old Republic. Like we're gonna go from there into the Old Republic, so that's gonna be what what heralds. The Old Republic. Excited about that. I think that'll be really, really cool if they do it right. And then I want to know what happens in the in, in the in between six and seven. And Ahsoka was starting to to really answer some of those questions. The Mandalorian was starting to answer some of those questions. And I think overall, Mandalorian has done a better job of filling in the gaps with storytelling mm-hmm. than Ahsoka did. I I just like I feel like it. I feel like the last season of the last two seasons, uh, oh, I guess, really, the Book of Boba Fett, the the Mandalorian season two and a half, <laughs> and Mandalorian season three, I think like those were really, really good from a s- overall Star Wars s- storytelling point of view because it answered a lot of things like what's Luke doing, you know, what's going on with the New Republic, what happened to Mandalore, um, like all of these things that you kind of get left asking questions about, and then you're like, okay, cool, what's going to happen with Thrawn? I don't know. He ends up on Dathomir. That's it. But we've, we don't hear a single echo of Thrawn going into episode seven. There's no mention of Grand Admiral Thrawn. So what happens? He, he just like the New Republic fights Thrawn, but then like that's it? They might be. Peacetime? Like, they might be fighting the imperial remnant that is led by the shadow council that will become the first order so no because the first order appears in 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 secret the first order the the first time they show themselves like in actual true power is when they blow up the new republic because that because like because they were they were all chill it's not like it's not like they were it's let me ask you this. It's not like they were at war. Let me, there was no, they, they were, they were in peacetime. Let me ask you this. Thrawn and the Emperor had a very good relationship, right? Uh-huh. Does he know he's still alive? I would assume, I, because he would have known the contingency plan, correct? He would have, yeah, he would have known about Operation Cinder. And he would have known about Exegol. I, I don't know. There's no, there's no talk of Exegol until episode, until episode nine. That's what so. I mean. Is there a connection there to Thrawn knowing that the Emperor is not actually dead like everyone is telling him? Plus, he's a smart cookie. So is there some connection to all of that and what will become the First Order? We know we're not there yet. But at some so, point, Thrawn has to be taken out of the picture because Brendel Hux is going to be the one who builds it and then gives it to his son. Right. There is there is a part in the books where Thrawn ends up learning about the Death Star because he goes through he goes through files and, and he learns about the Death Star before anyone tells him about it and things like that. So like for him to know about other things, I think that's fair. But I don't I don't think that I don't think that he knew that the Emperor was an immortal 
and that could live on. I don't I don't think he had an understanding of that. Maybe not immortal, but had at least figured out, you know, whether it be however they are going to explain that Valkorian secret to not dying. Um, vitiate, whatever the hell you want to call him today. Um, that I, I don't know. I, I obviously we'll get our answer in the future in seasons, years. and uh-huh. you know when I'm almost fifty. Uh, You're really harping on that. Yeah, because the older I get, and the more they keep telling these stories, I'm not promised tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be the one thing i regret growing to the grave is i didn't get to finish kevin's some mortality of these is really starting to show oh up. my god you have no idea lately so <laughs> but that's what i'm worried about like i don't care about these lord of the rings movies that story's over to me like that was so we tied that up with a bow you, sure you could tell yeah. more stories around it give me a cimmerillion show that actually showcases cimmerillion cool nardia that's over too read all the books I'll never get what I want out of a Narnia television show or movie. It's just That's not going to happen. They did a great job mm-hmm. with the first Disney one, and then they really let it go. This story, obviously, it's going to go on forever, and I will get to some point where it's just like, I'm going to die, and I'm not going to get the closure in it. <laughs> but I don't want it to be this story, because you know how much I love Ahsoka. For Crod's sake, mm-hmm. I built a purple lightsaber to be a badass like Mace. Walks over to Doc Ondar's, said, I need a white crystal. Do you have the white crystals? She like RP'd with me for five minutes and I was like, cool, thanks. You know, I'm no Jedi. We had a good laugh. And then I immediately went outside. I tried to put it in, but didn't realize I needed a screwdriver. So I had to wait till I got home and then I did it. Now I have mm-hmm. the white lightsaber. So I really like Ahsoka. I like her whole everything about her, her leaving the Jedi order and all this stuff. I don't want this to go on forever. And Rosario yeah. Dawson saying stuff like, I'm going to play Ahsoka for a long time to come. That means we got big plans for Ahsoka. Cool. <sighs> but like, how old am I going to be? Old. Like, is Hunter going to be in college when Heir to the Empire comes out? Like, Yeah, he can visit you in the retirement home. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm not going to go to retirement home. I'm figuring out oh. how these old people live on cruises. That's going to be my... Oh, I saw that. I saw that the uh, the, the couple that, that bought 21 cruises because it was cheaper than living in a retirement home. That's our plan. I was talking to Danielle about that last night. I was like, yeah. this is what we're going to do. Yeah. We're just going to live on the ocean. It's good. <sighs> you get to be your... Sa- the, the, you get to do the sea shanties like you've always wanted yeah, to. Yeah, sing sea shanties and Billy Joel for the rest of my life. Yeah, exactly. And Jimmy there Buffett. It It'll be great. It'll be great. Rip Buffett. Um... Is there anything else in this episode you wanted to touch on? No, I mean, that's so frustrating. <laughs> there is there is nothing else that I want to talk about, which is just so... What's the thing? I'm so grumpy about what's it. What's the thing at the end? What is the thing in the sky that they're staring at? And then we'll talk about Anakin. The thing from Mount Doom? It looked... Like, were you talking about with Balin, or are you, or are you talking no, about no, with Sabine? When, Sabine and, and Ahsoka that, like... Sabine, Sabine could feel... Anakin. No, I know that, but there's that like light in the sky too. Oh, that was that was that was the uh, the ring, that was the ring mm. around the planet. That was that was the the the, the bones, the, the graveyard, the bones. That was the graveyard. That was just encircling the the planet. And you saw that multiple times when they did like pan shots, um, like as the sun was setting, you could see it a lot clearer. So, I know your thoughts on World Between Worlds, Anakin, near-death experience, not actually Anakin, some sort of trial, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yep. That's Anakin. That was Anakin. I said that, too. As, like, when, it, when he showed up, I was like, now that's Anakin. I was like, I don't, like, anything else 
Anything else before that was was it was an imagination, was a dream, was was it was a manipulation of memories. But that was the real Anakin Skywalker. His face says to me, "I'm worried about you, but I'm proud of you, and I know you're going to pull this out." That's what the 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 smile on this face was like. I'm here. I'm proud of you. Um, you like when she said like you know Ezra's where he needs to be, and we are where we need to be. Um, I think that was like that was a big thing for Anakin, where he was like, "Okay, like Snips gets it." But like that was that was really it. That's all I really got from that. I, it wasn't really anything <clears throat> very important other than being like, "Oh, cool, ghost, ghost, Anakin, neat." So for season two, I really feel like it's going to lead to this mystical journey throughout Peridia, with the end. Oh, sure. With the end being get back to galaxy while Thrawn is building whatever he's building and working with Shadow Council. I think you'll find out in Ahsoka Season 2 whether or not Gideon's actually dead or if that was a clone. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like... I don't think that's a Mandalorian story anymore. I think it's Ahsoka now. Because they I even mentioned so his name during the tri- the hearing in the Senate mm-hmm. chamber. Not the Senate chamber, whatever that room was that they were in. I know what you meant. Um, and then... Uh, We'll go back, and then season three would be to wrap that up. I guarantee you season three will have Luke in it. Um, and the story might be, Tim, and the resolution to all of this. Well, wrap that part up. Obviously, there's a movie that's going to wrap it all up. The story might be, Tim, though, is that the threat was kept at bay, and it never turned into all-out war. And maybe not everyone knew there was some sort of plausible deniability. Something in the government. You know how the governments love to hide shit? I hate it. That might be what it is. Is, you know, and they're, oh, this Imperial remnant, but we snuffed it out because Thrawn is now dead. Well, they're not actually dead because Brendel Hux took over and now he's doing exactly what we were saying behind the scenes and building Starkiller Base and all that fun stuff. So there's a path forward. It's a little messy right now. Extremely messy. That is, yes. But do you trust Dave? I do. I really do. I 100% trust Dave. I think what he's done so far has really brought Star Wars to a different level. And I think that's really cool. But at the same time, like you said, I think that was the way that you said it was great. It's messy. It's really messy right now. And for me, as someone who really likes continuity, who likes to be able to follow something and, and, and get that flow all the way through, I'm very disappointed in just how it flows right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we always talk about, you know, it's like, you know, it's like Charlie, you know, from Always Sunny when he's like, you know, doing the, the lines and, and Pepe, pulling the pins, like all that stuff. Pepe like, Sylvia. Like, yeah, it just feels like that's it gets to a point where it's 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 kind of frustrating when you're just like i guess we're just gonna have to try to just like theory craft our way through to all of this stuff and half of the time we're wrong danielle's um, brushing her teeth and i'm laying in bed watching it and uh she hears me with anakin shows up i go ah! and then she goes what and i'm like nothing because she hasn't watched it <laughs> yeah and then the credits roll and i'm like oh two years i guess dave two years she goes the range of emotions i hear from you while you watch the show it's hilarious she's like i might just start audio recording you because i hear you shriek i hear you go what the hell i hear you because <laughs> i'm i'm very vocal i don't keep things yeah. in my head i just say them out loud which is 
causes 50% of the problems in my life. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, yep. uh, uh, with this specifically, she was just very amused by the ending because it went from like something cool to like, that's it. Oh. And then I'm fast forwarding yep. like, what's Abba? I'm thinking after credits, this is what I'm like, okay. I was hoping for that. So I, I scrolled all the way to the end. <laughs> and I waited. Where my, I was like, there's got to be an after thing. This is where my brain goes. And this is what I wanted so bad. I was like, okay, with the statues, we've now eliminated, eliminated the Cougette theory. The Avalot theory is very much more on the table than it was last week. So the perfect ending would be Balin walking into a cave. And all of a sudden, you just see a yell two yellow eyes and the smile. And the yeah, red that been sick, smile dude. with the teeth. And just, then, boop, and Ahsoka will return in season two in there, 2024. We didn't get five. a good cliffhanger. No, we just got a bunch of <laughs> loose ends. Yeah. It sucks because Rick Rick usually directs great episodes, and Rick directed this episode. And again, I don't think the episode itself was bad. It's just for a season finale, it wasn't. No. Hitting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was bad. I really don't think it was bad. I just because you and me love Rick. Rick directed some of our favorite episodes of. of yeah, the Modern I, it was Air. a good. It was a good episode. It's just we spent so much time with fluff. Like that, and I think that's my most frustrating part. Like my the biggest frustration that I have with this episode is that there was so much fluff when there needed to be balls to the wall. Like here we go, like forty five minutes, and most of it was taken up by the procession to to the the, the, the temple and and the the chimera going up into space. But from a storytelling perspective, it just it didn't satisfy me. It, it just left me with just so many just unanswered questions. And for me personally, that is frustrating. And that's it. Like, that is my overall review of the episode is that it was, and I think Dexterdo had a great, like their title for their art, for their review of this was that it was limp. Uh, it was a, uh, it, it, Ahsoka episode eight review, a limp entertaining finale. And I agree 100%. It was limp from the storytelling perspective. It was entertaining from the visual on screen, like what we got. But sometimes, sometimes I think you've got to let the action sit on the sidelines and let the let the storytelling take its like have its moment. And I just I don't think there was enough storytelling overall in the eight episodes of Ahsoka. There was not enough real storytelling to really get me from where we started to where we ended up and make it go. Aha. I get it. It's like, like I didn't have the aha moment. It's like Domino's pizza. You're going to order it. You're going to eat it. It's oh, good, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it's not a Dear good New York slice. It's not right. like a magical experience where you feel like you've gone to heaven and back. No, it's Domino's, and it's good, and you'll order it again. But it's just Domino's. Like, look at episode five. Episode five. If it's a standalone episode, not put up against anything else. Just, just look at episode five. Amazing. What if I started fantastic rating episodes based on pizza? <laughs> I, I'm down for like, that. I what, give this yeah. episode a whopping shit of Papa John's. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I'm can, not saying you, this episode. Well, you're gonna ruin you're gonna ruin any sponsorship opportunities <laughs> we'll ever have. So I need From you to keep brands. it generic, generic pizza. Like I give this a pepperoni and pineapple. You know, like <laughs> this, I give this five slices out of ten. I give know? this a DiGiorno's. This is a Costco home run. This was just awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're never gonna get sponsorships ever. I do like those little Red Baron ones you get at Costco, the little personal ones that come on the microwavable plate. My favorite ones were the um, Tostino's uh, personal pizzas. The, oh, the personal Amy, pizzas. Yeah, yeah. 
the personal ones, the ones that were thin crust, Amy and I would tear those up in college. Like that was our go-to like meal for a lot. Like we would just like our freezer was just packed full of Tostino's pizzas when we were in college. Did you ever go to the freezer, look at the Tostino's pizza rolls, shrug, make the whole bag, sit down, play video games, and then you and go to the whole fucking thing, and they're all gone. There wasn't any left. <laughs> yes, many times. Cool. Glad we're on the same page there. I can yeah, and you didn't want to, and you didn't want to put them too long in the microwave, so some of them were still frozen because you were worried about them being lava pockets. Yeah, because you would either mm-hmm. like bite and it would hurt your teeth because it was so goddamn cold, or you'd bite yeah. and it would feel like you just bit. It would still hurt your tube. teeth, but it was really hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tostino's pizza rolls. This episode. <laughs> I think that's a great place to end it. So we give this episode a Domino's pizza. <laughs> the Domino's pizza. Was like, it was good. It was it was average. You know, it's just like, and that's frustrating. Like, it's just I wanted it to be better. <clears throat> yeah. Some Domino's pizza with some good toppings. We'll leave it at that. We'll let you we're not gonna talk about pizza toppings. Yeah, it was right like now. it was like it was a stuffed crust. And stuff that's stuffed crust is good, but you know it's bad for you. Oh, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's not real the, cheese the buttered stuff um, crust too that i don't know where we're going with this <laughs> god we're just man our our fat kevin and this. tim have come to the party right now this be like, oh yeah, pizza so <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we have to end this episode uh thank you so much for taking the ahsoka journey with us like we said if you don't come back till we we'll see you again for skeleton crew but good riddance no i'm kidding here, here's the deal if you're around we'd love to get uh interactive with you in in you know chat so if there's comics or books you're like hey read this one or i didn't hear your commentary on that We'll take a few segments. We'll see, but I'll I'll get with Tim offline and we'll talk about some comics. We'll post it on social media, um, and uh, and uh, we can go from there and see what we're going to be covering for the next few, hopefully not year. One skeleton crew next year, end of the year. Is it this year? Beginning of next year. It's something. Cl- it's close. Uh, uh, it's listed for twenty twenty three. Oh, fingers crossed. Yeah, so the end, the end of the year. So fingers crossed that we'll still, I mean, I'm looking at the news right now for Skeleton Crew and I don't see anything about like, yeah, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing about being delayed or anything. So I think we're still holding on to like holiday 2023. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what we're, we're we will be up to. Uh, so we hope you stick around and we thank you again for uh, all of you helping uh, Star Wars and Scotch beat massively successful during ahsoka i can't say that enough yeah. it's it's really been fun and a ride and you know as much as we say like oh it's about the finale like it's been a lot of fun to cover the show so again tim and i appreciate it greatly and uh we hope we hope you stick around uh but more importantly you should be watching tim regularly because you have available access to him at youtube.com slash darkest 429 <laughs> so if you want to go over there and uh, critique him playing Liza P. I'm saying that because he hates backseating. Um, oh, but people have been so nice. People honestly have been like super nice during this playthrough. It's been great. Okay, good, good, good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you can, I mean, like, yeah. I'm honestly, I'm playing Liza P to get ready for Lords of the Fallen next week. I liked your heart rate monitor during the one boss. That was fun. Oh, I showed, yeah, I showed my heart rate after, after fighting the bishop, and like, that was. That was the highest it was all like outside of my workout, like the entire stream, because that thing was a son of a bitch. Yep. And uh, I, I am not streaming. I am. Uh, but I am playing New World right now because the expansion. Came How out is that? Um, it's New World with mounts. It's New World. Got it. OK, cool. <laughs> so if you if you want to move faster, <laughs> they have mounts now. <laughs> Sick. Um, the new area I was watching Corey play it, it. It reminds me of the Underdark from Baldur's Gate. 
um, or mm. Morrowind from um, yeah, yeah, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. So um, if you're into that sort of thing, uh, cool. I don't really connect with the lore of New World. I just play the game because it's an MMO. It's not like an MMO where I'm like, I'm really into this and I want to know the story. I just click and move. Um, so uh, yeah, New World's fun. Uh, but if you want to check out everything we're doing, it's raredrop.co. You can also uh, check out Star Wars and Scotch. We're all over the place. Uh, Star Wars and Scotch or Star Wars Scotch. Rate, review, subscribe. It helps us out immensely, as I've said. You guys have done so much for us over the past few weeks. So we would just, again, want to say thank you. Um, and, uh, you know, we hope you uh, keep hanging out with us. But um, until we see you again, Tim. May the force be with you.